On his Matt Mosley show, ESPN Central Texas, rolling through a uh, Wednesday afternoon. And uh, Brant Ringler joins us now, the uh, executive director of the Lockheed Martin uh, Oh, the Armed Forces Bowl. And, uh, Brant, it uh, it's that time. I mean, I, 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 there's got to be a lot of excitement for you because you work and think about this all year long, and then, and then it arrives. Um, are, uh, is everybody, is this the kind of the calm before the storm? I understand so a Baylor delegation is arriving in town this afternoon, or is everybody getting excited for this thing? Oh, yes, uh, definitely. Uh, first of all, thanks for having me on. And the storm is here. Uh, once the teams were announced, uh, everything got in high gear. Uh, we had Air Force in town yesterday, and right now we have Baylor in town as well. All right. And uh, to get Air Force for, I believe I was on that call the other day, their uh, sixth time, I mean, that, that's really a, a cool thing. And Air Force has been such a great program for years. Um I bet there were moments this year you were kind of wondering, are we going to get Air Force? Who are we going to get? Because uh, Air Force had some very close calls, um, and they come in with a 9-3 uh, a record. This is, uh, uh, this, is a, this is a really good team. I was just looking at some of their result, results, and, uh, boy, should have probably beat Boise State this season. What Having a team like Air Force, and they've played in this thing so much, do they – what what is their attitude like? Do they just relish the opportunity because it just it just seems to fit them so well? Yeah, they're fantastic to work with. They love coming down here. Texas is such a large recruiting state. Uh, we were worried early on uh, if we would be able to have Air Force in the game. Uh, honestly, I thought they might go undefeated. Uh, unfortunately, early in the season, <laughs> they had they had the flu bug go through, and I think they had 35 guys out for the Utah State game. Uh, and, and then uh, and also the next game, I think it lingering effects, they lost that, and they, and they should have beat Boise as well. So they're a really good team. Uh, and, you know, they're leading the nation on defense, and they're number one in rushing on offense. So uh, they're going to be formidable. Brent, what do you do uh, during the season? Do you find yourself uh, monitoring a lot on uh, on on the you know on TV? A lot of teams. Do you like to get out and and get to see teams in person? What is that? Uh, what's your what's your schedule been like throughout the uh, throughout the football season? Yeah, throughout football season, we're definitely monitoring all the teams. Uh, you know, watching them, see what see what's going on. I try to get to as many games as I can. Usually in the region. Uh, you know, I do try to get away to the academy games. Uh, also, we always try to have an academy in the game if, if possible. We've been able to do that 12 of the last 16 years. I mean, we're known as the Bowl for the Brave, and it just shows our theming better to have a military academy in our game. So we're always watching all the teams, uh, and we were definitely watching the Big 12 this year, especially uh, seeing that they would look like they were going to qualify so many teams uh, where we would have a chance to have one. And, man, we are so fortunate to have the Baylor Bears in our game. Now, Brent Ringler joining us, uh, who is the executive director of the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. Brent, when did uh, you first get uh, attached to this bowl? I was talking to somebody earlier today, and they were really, you know, at the Worthington talking about, you know, how great an association it's been uh, with you and how much they've loved working with you. What, when did you uh, first get involved, and, and what is this uh, – what is it kind of meant to you to be attached and, and, and basically be in charge of this bowl? Well, I'm from Fort Worth, uh, and when this bowl game came to town, I was fortunate to be on a on one of the bowl committees. I wasn't with the staff, 
Uh, and then the second year, I was actually came on uh, as the head of sales and marketing. And then about six years later, uh, the current the, the uh, executive director at the time left, and they promoted me to that position. And ever since, I've been in, in that role. It's just it's just really rewarding. My my father served in the military. My brother served in the military. I did not, but this is a great give back for me, uh, and to, to take care of so many people that have taken care of us and our freedoms. Uh, that's what we really enjoy about this. It's, it's not just a game. It's an event that we put on for so many people. We'll have nearly 20,000 just military members and their immediate families to go with all the other fans that will be attending as well. So uh, it's going to be an enjoyable day, and it's, it should be a treat for all the Baylor fans to come out and see what we do to pay tribute because we, we know we know Texas as a whole, there's a lot of military people that come from here, and so we understand that Baylor fans will recognize that, and they're very and they're patriotic just as well. And so they'll hopefully have an enjoyable day with all that going on. Did you say 20,000 uh, folks yeah. for, yes, uh, associated with the yeah. military? My gosh, okay. Remind me how much, uh, how much Eamon Carter holds. <laughs> it's, uh, well, that is hold a, 45,000. <laughs> that's a great, that's so. a big time group uh, that will be there. And, uh, and Eamon Carter, that's got to be great for a Fort Worth native like you to be over there, Eamon Carter. Now, you can understand Baylor people at first, you know, wait, we got to go to Eamon Carter because of the, uh, obviously, their, their rival uh, hosted. But, you know, it is a beautiful stadium. I mean, we even as a Baylor alum, I have to admit it, all the things they've done to it. And uh, it's really, it's really kind of a, uh, it's great. And in fact, Baylor has a beautiful facility of McLean. So I just think, you know, similarly sized schools, Christian schools, there's so much they have in common. Now tell us where uh, Baylor and Air Force will like be practicing through the week. Are we, are we, are we allowed to put that out there since we, maybe we don't want people showing up at those sites, but will it be just kind of at some of the different, obviously there's incredible facilities in the DFW area. How do you all work that out? Yeah, we work with uh, various school districts in and around the area. You know, some of the high schools around here just have phenomenal indoor and outdoor Mm -hmm. facilities, uh, and we connect them with the teams. Uh, It'll be up to the teams if they want to share that with the media uh, where their practice sites will be. All right, all right. I'll uh, we'll uh, we'll ask around about that. Yeah, it's, no, Brant, you've you've got this thing down pat. I can tell. Uh, talking to Brant Ringler, the executive director of the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl, and you know, Drew was telling me even about the uh, your your crack PR man about like the uh, the the trophy that that is presented, and and that in itself is a really cool story. And it's sort of part of the heritage of this bowl, and it represents the different branches of the uh, of the armed forces. Brent, what is that? You know, when did that kind of start? And and tell us a little bit about. I, I know we can't go over everything, but I was just reading about like even what the Air Force sends, and it's like it's pretty wild. Uh, what what you know. They forge this out of steel from each member of the armed forces. That's a that's that's a pretty awesome tradition. Yes, uh, we started probably around 2010 with this trophy, um, and we were able to get pieces of decommissioned parts from the battlefield from all the branches. Uh, last year, we ran out of those parts. Uh, just they all got used up over the last 10 years. And so this year, we actually uh, have parts that Lockheed Martin, our title sponsor, secured for, for, for us from all six branches. 
and they are actually have a piece of something that Lockheed Martin built for those branches in each one in melted down into the trophy as well. So when someone takes this trophy home and puts it in their their uh, their trophy case, it definitely represents uh, the military and all the hard fought uh, victories that the, our country has gone through over the years. And so it, it's a special trophy to, to end the day on. Yeah, and I also was interested in this uh, luncheon. You know, media people crash any luncheon. If there's any promise of free food, we usually <laughs> come running. But, uh, Brent, that the speaker, uh, in fact, Drew was telling me a little bit about the speaker. Uh, you all had someone apparently last year that just brought the house down. Of course, Chad Henning. I mean, you've had some, uh, I think Jason Witten has been a speaker in the past, but can you uh, reveal this year's uh, speaker? Because I, I was hearing a little bit about him, and that seems like an event that, that everybody that has the chance to should try to attend. Well, you'll be happy to know we're serving steak uh, for this year's meal, so come on out. Uh, this year's luncheon speaker is a gentleman by the name of Travis Mills. Uh, Travis Mills is a, a staff sergeant in the Army, retired. He's a quad amputee. But the gentleman is larger than life, uh, and he's going to tell us one heck of a story, uh, probably about what he's gone through in his life and how to overcome and, and just give, a, give the team some perspective on life um, and, uh, you know, be a, just be a great – he's going to be a great motivational speaker at the end of the day. We're really excited to have him. Man, that is uh, that is so cool, and you've seen some of these great organizations like Carry the Load and and things that have that have been a part of. And I I, I think what y'all have done is just create just a great day. We can't, you know, think uh, do too much ever for our armed forces. I mean, we just got to keep looking for ways to do more. And and this the way this bowl game has done that is just uh, remarkable. Now, looking at some of the games, like you said, you've been at this thing for. Uh, ever since the inception, basically back to 2003, what are the uh, uh, what are the games? Are there a couple of games that come to mind over the years that uh, I think Houston was involved in one that that kind of comes into my mind? Boise State, maybe in recent years. What are some of the? There's been some really cool uh, endings and and scores, and a, a lot of points have been scored. Are there any games that really come to mind immediately when you think back on the uh, the history of the Armed Forces Bowl? Yeah, there's several. Uh, in fact, the last eight years were the second highest uh, scoring bowl game. The Rose Bowl is the only one that averages more points uh, than ours, and you know that's all by luck. But uh, we'll take it. It makes for an exciting time. Um, I mean, even you start with last year. I mean, Army comes in here they're playing the SEC team. They're not favored. Army. Uh, Backup third string quarterback goes down the field the last minute 12, and uh, they kick a field goal to win it. Uh, that's truly exciting for, for an academy to knock off an, an SEC team. Um, we go back to Houston, Pittsburgh, uh, in a dreary day of 31 to 6 going into the fourth quarter with eight minutes left. That game's over, right? <laughs> well, Houston comes storming back, uh, scores, uh, two point conversion, gets the onside. Scores again, two-point conversion, gets the onside. Scores again, gets the two-point conversion, and wins the game. I mean, it was that was a crazy day, uh, and we've had some you know other ones, uh, Air Force and Houston again when they when they played each other. Both had one of them had the number one offense, one of them had the number one defense. You know, we've had Case Keenum in the game. We've had Jared Goff 
They went on to be the number one draft choice in the game. Uh, so really some special players that have also uh, played in, in the history of our, our bowl game. So we're expecting this matchup to be no different. Uh, there's a lot of great players that, that, that are going to be here, and, and uh, hopefully the fans will get there and, and get behind them. Can I uh, ask you, is there any way we could get Joe T. Garcia's involved in some kind of media function? I like to get you live on air and then really start making some requests. But, uh, that, and of course, you being a longtime Fort Worthian, uh, I guess is what we call you guys, um, you're very familiar with that. But uh, I, I would imagine uh, there will be some fun events during the week. And, and uh, that's uh, I, I saw last night on somebody on Facebook was having their birthday party outdoors at Joe T's. When your friends come into town, is that usually where they want to end up going? Uh, you know, it depends on what they want, but you know, there's no better place for a nice margarita on their patio and a nice summer day. So, uh, a lot of people do enjoy, enjoy going there. Uh, but you know, when the fans come into town for us, you know, game day, especially there's a lot going on in and around the stadium. You know, you mentioned, uh, earlier about carry the load. They're a partner yeah. of ours. We, we literally, we literally have over 50 military nonprofit organizations that will be at our game this year, uh, with things on display. Uh, they're there to help veterans. We don't know if a vet, you know what veterans need when they come to our game, but if they walk by one of those booths and connect, we've done our job in, in helping that, uh, helping them. So that's always exciting. We, you know, we've got everything we do has a military theme through it. Our, our concert band's called the War Hippies. They're made up combat veterans that'll be singing, uh, and one of the gentlemen <laughs> actually is on on fiddle. Our uh, our fiddler, he'll, he'll actually be doing the national anthem. Uh, which has never been done before uh, at our game. Uh, we'll have military items on display from all the branches. Uh, we work with the Department of Defense on getting that those assets set up. Um, you know, there's just a, a tailgate area will be going outside, and then inside the stadium. You know, we're going to have uh, you know we'll have a flyover prior to the nighttime. It's kind of an early flyover uh, due to DOD regulations. You can't do a flyover at night, but we'll have an early one. Uh, we'll have a jump team that's going to come in at nighttime. Yeah, so they're flying in with their glow sticks and stuff, so that'll be fantastic for everybody to enjoy and watch. We'll have over 100 Purple Heart recipients to be honored on the field. We'll have over 100 recruits inducted into the military on the field. We'll have the Great American Patriot Award, which will be Chris Cassidy. He's the current uh, president and CEO of the National Honor National Medal uh, of Honor Museum. He's a former Navy SEAL and uh, astronaut. We have Rob O'Neill attending. Uh, Rob O'Neill is a gentleman that uh, – Put the final put the final nail in the coffin for Osama bin Laden. He's going to be at our game to say a few words as well. And we have a lot of other dignitaries like that 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 that'll be there uh, to say a few words to our veterans as well. So all in all, it's going to be a huge patriotic day, and uh, I think everybody that comes out will uh, be glad to be that they're they're associated with this event mm-hmm. and proud to be an American. All right, you just put my guest list together for me for uh, my shows <laughs> leading up <laughs> to the uh, no, to no the doubt. game. Yeah, that's uh, that is uh, remarkable, and uh, we look forward to it. Just ask the TCU people to be nice to the Bears. You know, the Bears will be making their way around downtown Fort Worth. Maybe for a couple of evenings, we can all just get along and and have a good time together, and we can put aside any differences and all that kind of thing. Okay, uh, no doubt about it. I'm asking everybody just to be colorblind. Uh, you know, this isn't what the, you know. We're not here to. It's not a TCU Baylor event at all. It's an armed forces bowl, and we're, we're everybody's there to pay tribute to our military. So, uh, take it in that that form, and I think we'll be fine. 
Brent, really look forward to getting to visit with you as uh, we arrive over there in the days leading up to the uh, bowl game. And uh, you've done incredible work on all this and uh, very excited to get over there and be a part of this thing as Baylor and Air Force get it on on the 22nd. And uh, that's going to be so much fun. An evening game for years. Is this, this is a recent trend, isn't it, the, the evening part of this thing? Yeah, the first four years of our bowl game, uh, we were December 23rd in the evening. After that, yeah. for 15, I think 14 years straight, we went to uh, post-Christmas and also uh, early kickoff. But the last two years, we've gone into the evening game. Uh, had, okay. had such a success last year, and the game's telecast on ESPN, so we're in prime time. Makes it even better for viewership. Yeah, and the guy I think I noticed doing the game, Brian Custer, used to be on here on the CBS affiliate, and uh, we all are good friends with him. Used to be in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, so that'll be fun to have him on the game. Uh, Brent, this will be great. Look forward to seeing you soon. Appreciate you taking the time. Go do a sight check. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. You bet. There he goes, Brent Ringler, who's uh, – boy, he's got he's to meet up now. Uh, there's a, uh, a Baylor contingent that has uh, – that has arrived on the scene, and uh, our own our, our friend Brent Ingram, the uh, Baylor football SID and uh, big time SID at Baylor, and I believe uh, uh, the uh, well big time uh, uh, deputy AD um, Jovan Overshone is on the ground, and so I'm sure David K might be around. So that uh, that'll be a good time for everybody to look around and kind of see what all things. Uh, there are to do in Fort Worth and how everything will shake up. Uh, it'll be uh, it'll be a fun time. Appreciate uh, Brent Ringler, the executive director of the bowl game, being on with us. 